what's going on internet i don't know what that was but i'm the black okage aka tbh and to be honest welcome back to hokage thoughts the show where ain't no hoes but i do think out loud here on anchor.fm slash the black okage we're also available on spotify itunes and all other major podcast outlets yo you're probably listening like what the fuck was that i just wanted to throw you for a little world you know um today in which i'm recording this podcast is october 12 2018 and i want to kick this podcast off by saying well god i am we did it again i've picked up 11 new subscribers since the previous episode so you know i gotta shout you guys out i want to say thank you to keflani shaw greg popovich t jonathan <laughs> joshua timothy d reynolds jr kenneth york corliss jc jonathan Tejada, I think that's how you pronounce it. My bad if I fucked it up. Uh, Christian Garcia, now that's an easy Hispanic name. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sharif Hamilton and Kid Sith. If you want to subscribe to the show, know that you can subscribe with the big subscribe button that's on my profile over at anchor.fm slash theblackokage. Keep in mind that you need to visit the link via web browser. It does not show up on the app. You can sub for 99 cents, 5 bucks, or even 10. Obviously, you don't have to subscribe, but it's always appreciated when something i'm not redoing that uh <laughs> it's always appreciated when someone throws you a few bucks your way for all the free content because lord knows i got bills and i'm poor um if you can't afford to subscribe that's perfectly fine we appreciate you just listening but the least you could do is you know tell a friend to tell a friend about the show share the link if you really enjoying what's going on here over on okage thoughts all right so uh this week uh we're gonna be talking a little bit about uh some gaming stuff nothing too crazy it wasn't a lot of gaming well it was, there's gaming news but uh we're doing a gi podcast this week uh probably tomorrow because today's friday so yeah tomorrow uh so i wanted to save most of the gaming news for that stuff uh Talking a little comics, little anime, little live stuff, and a little bit of music. Uh, I sound like I'm from Baltimore whenever I do that. A little bit of music. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. Let's get into the gaming. Uh, so one of the big things that people were like going crazy over this week is Sony announced that on PSN you will be able to change your username. I think uh, starting like early 2019 or something like that. Uh, uh, the first time you change your username, it'll be free. Then after that, it'll cost $10 for regular users and then $5 after that for PS Plus users, which, you know, first of all, who the fuck is on PSN but doesn't have PS Plus? Like, what's the point of being on PSN if you're not going to actually play any games online? So I feel like they should have just said this is either going to be free or $5 for PS Plus members. Like, I don't why. Why would you pay $10 to change your name, but you're still not playing online? I guess I guess you could play the free to play games, but like that's it like it's kind of stupid but the point anyway, <laughs> anyways the, the thing i wanted to talk about anyway is uh what, what why is everybody so excited about this a microsoft has been doing this since the xbox 360 area since the since the very beginning of the xbox 3 not the very very beginning like maybe like a couple years down the road but back when xbox was still using microsoft points you could change your username and i get it like it's taking sony forever so i guess people are somewhat excited but what is this really a feature that we're excited for in 2018 being able to change your username and also like i remember my twitch chat was talking about it all fucking week how many times are y'all changing y'all usernames like it's got you so damn excited like i I don't understand how about y'all just stop making stupid ass usernames i remember my uh one of my high school teachers taught me that shit like yo because i remember like back in the day when i was like in high school um my one of one of my emails one of my like my original gmail was like i'll cut your ass something yeah it was like i cut i'll cut your ass at gmail.com and then i remember uh 
I remember we were doing like a class project and we needed to give him our email so he could email us like assets and shit like that. And he's like, what's everybody's email? And then, and then, uh, what's the name? I was like, yo, my email is I'll cut your ass at gmail.com. And to me, I just thought it was funny because I was like 16 or 17 or some shit like that. And he was like, you know, this is another good life lessons I, I learned from one of my teachers. He's like, you know, he's like, I get that it's funny, but he's like, you know, one day you're going to have to get a job. And, uh, one day you're going to have to tell people that, that, that username, like, why would you make it that? So I ended up changing my username and I've had the same email. I'm not going to tell you what my personal email is anyway, because it's none of your fucking business, but yeah, it made me think about it. I mean, I, I guess PSN and Xbox is different, a little different because it's games, but at the same time, like think about it before you make your fucking username. So then five years down the road, you don't got to pay to change it and shit like that. You know, stop making usernames like sexy, 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 naked nigga and Ugg boots at fucking gmail.com and shit. Or sexy, sexy nigga in Ugg boots in, on PSN. <laughs> and you wouldn't have to fucking change your name. I mean, like, like think about it, right? What to think about it. Uh, imagine imagine you make your name like Dick Puller 99 on PSN. <laughs> fucking, eventually you're going to have to tell somebody that's your PSN name, right? Like, hey, bro, like, yo, you play you play Destiny 2? Yeah, bro, I play Destiny 2, you know what I'm saying? You trying to play Destiny 2 after school? Bet, bet, what's your PSN? Oh, uh, yo, my PSN is uh, 2K Baller at 16. Oh, where, where? Yeah, my PSN is Dick Puller 99. Motherfuckers gonna look at you like, bro, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, y'all know that, that Wrestle Rest Bug meme? What? What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> so, so just stop making fucking stupid usernames and you won't have to constantly change them. The good thing on this news is Sony is making this free. So, I mean, the first one is free. So hopefully you don't have to change your name more than once. But uh, after that, it's either five or ten bucks, and it's like, how many times do you, y'all gonna change? You gonna change your username like every freaking month? I also think it depends on if the username is available too. Uh, but don't get too excited about this username shit because you can pay to try to change your username, and then you are gonna find out that that username ain't available. Then you gonna have to add a sixty nine to the end because it's not available. So uh, all I'm saying is advise you. I'm just advise you. Think about the usernames you make it when you creating these online personas, whether it's PSN, Xbox Live, your email or you're on a form or something like that um because at the end of the day uh you're gonna have to tell people what your name is and if you can't say it out loud you probably shouldn't make it uh hence the black hokage uh because some of y'all names is problematic anyways uh after that uh what do i what do i have on my freaking notes i'm sorry i'm kind of tired my brain is like kind of scattered right now it's kind of in the matrix or something like that but uh we're going into a question uh this is kind of gaming related so i put it i put it in the gaming section although it's not fully gaming related because he was like talking about youtube and shit like that but i assume that he was talking about like youtube and gaming because that's why he asked me because he didn't really specify and actually that's problematic fuck it let's just get into the question let's get into the question first question comes from lord cash and he wants to talk about advertising i had a quick question i just wanted to know how did you go about getting advertisements for your channel when you were small and growing um i have a small channel it's not really anything yet but you know i just want to know how do i can go about getting you know advertisements on my channel and how i can get um, advertising responses that it's not just youtube ads like going out with companies and talking to them. all right so he wants to talk about getting advertisers for his channel and like i said he didn't specify what kind of youtube channel he had but because you're following me i'm just gonna assume even that's problematic you're like in the gaming or anime realm or some some geeky type of realm um and you also asked, like, is a small channel, how do you get advertisements? All right, so uh, I'm going to tell you how to get advertisements, but first I'm going to tell you, I think you got the wrong mind frame. Uh, asking me how to get advertisements when you're small, it's kind of pointless. That's not how business works. Uh, if I'm, like, think about it this way. If, let's say I'm an advertiser. Let's say I work for Verizon and I have an allotted budget. Uh, why would I allot any of my money 
to somebody who can only pull 100 viewers. Like at the end of the day, advertisers want to get as in front of many eyes as possible. So it doesn't make any sense that you're you're trying to get advertisements as a small channel because it's not going to happen. Like nobody's going to pay for that. Uh, like I said, like you really shouldn't even be looking for like advertisements and sponsorships until at bare minimum, like 10K subscribers on YouTube. Uh, and then on Twitch, if you can average like a concurrent, a hundred concurrent viewers, basically like that. And that's the bare minimum. Like you should never do the minimum, but yeah, first of all, I think your mind frame's wrong. Uh, you're, you're looking to get paid and you have nothing to offer. It seems like if you have a small channel, no offense, but like you got to build the channel up first. You got to build up the fan base. It's more important to build up the foundation first. Um, but whenever you get to that point where you feel like you can attract, uh, advertisements or like you feel like your channel is big enough um a you will know uh I, like first of all let me rephrase that i said when you feel like when your channel gets big enough you'll know when you're able to get advertisements because nine times out of ten most advertisements that i get like sponsorships or whatever they contact me via email uh and that's because you have a lot of visibility on social media you want to have a lot you want to have visibility not on youtube but just youtube instagram twitter all that shit, uh, all the different social medias, uh, you want to have a visibility. If you have visibility, they're going to find you, they're going to email you, and they're going to ask to do business with you. Um, so the main thing is, I would say, make sure that you're accessible. I see this all the time on Twitter. I follow a lot of PR people, uh, and they follow me back and all that shit. And like one of the things that I always see them complain about is they always say, as a content creator, make sure that you're easily accessible. Make sure that it's easy to reach out to you. You'd be surprised how many people do not have an email address in their uh, Twitter bio. They don't have an email address in their YouTube bio. Like my my, I am not hard to find. You can find my email on my in my Instagram bio. You can find it in my Twitter bio. You can find it in my YouTube bio. It's also in the description box of all my YouTube videos. Any social media that you're on, make sure you're putting your email out there so that people know how to get in contact with you. They don't have to ask you. They can just check your bio and send you an email so when you get to a certain point you're just gonna start getting emails uh so make sure you're ahead of the game with that um now if you uh like for instagram uh because instagram only gives you one link and you're like how do i promote everything uh with instagram i use this website called linktree uh and what linktree is basically uh it gives you a link mine is like linktree dot something slash the black glokage and when you go to it it'll have like it'll have my twitter my youtube my uh, snapchat my email like any social media that i'm on it'll have it all on one page and it's all via a link so you click that link and then it'll take you to another page where it'll link you to all my uh, social medias and stuff like that so i encourage you because uh social media bios don't give you a lot of space i encourage you to use a site like linktree there's other ones like that too so to, uh you can you can maximize the small amount of space that you have so besides that uh make sure your email is everywhere to be seen there are some options for you to go out there and try to get advertisements to make some money. Um, they have things like, I don't know if you were listening to a previous episode, previous episode where I was talking about how to get free game keys. There are sites that are similar to that where you can get uh, sponsorships and stuff like that. And you can just sign up for them and then they'll look over your profile. And if they like you, they'll just, uh, it's like a middleman site, basically like Keymailer. So one that I have, it is Power Spike. What is it? Hold on, let me, let me Power Spike. It might be powerspike.tv. Hold on, let me Google this yeah so powerspike.tv that website uh they have like a bunch of sponsorships there uh you go there you link all your social media accounts and then they'll have like a bunch of different offers you apply you basically send them an offer and if they accept it uh, you, you do the brand deal and you get paid that's how actually how i got my soylent deal um i didn't actually go through the website it's power spike someone from power spike actually uh who works there they reached out to me they sent me an email they said soylent wants to work with you uh i said sure and then i, I signed up for the site 
I sent them my proposal and they knew the proposal was coming and they instantly just approved it like that because they reached out to me first. But it, it's literally you just log in with your social media, your Twitch account, your YouTube account or something like that. Um, and they have like a bunch of brand deals that are looking for people to work with. You tell them you're interested, they'll look over your profile and then you go from there. So that's one way. It's basically a sponsorship marketplace that's very easy to get stuff. Um, another one that's just like Power Spike is Adder. Uh, it's uh, let me look. Let me go to the website. So it's getadder.com, and the way you spell that is G. I was about to say I. G e t a d e r dot com. Um, same thing as Power Spike. They have like a bunch of games and stuff like that that they're looking for sponsorships. You connect your social media, send them a proposal, and then they'll accept it. Um, one cool thing that Twitch is doing, they have a feature they're rolling out right now. It's in beta, so look out for this. It's called Bounty Boards. Uh. I, I you, you get sponsorships from the bounty board so it'll be on your dashboard when you're streaming uh, not everybody has it it's in beta it's mostly for partners but I know some people who aren't partners that do have it the way it works is you click the bounty board thing and then it'll have a board of different like games that are looking to sponsor people if you accept it they'll send you a free game key and you get paid X amount of dollars that they offered you if you complete the goals so like uh, I had a bounty for uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey I accepted that sponsorship because I was already streaming the game so I was like, I might as well take the sponsorship and make some extra money off of it, too. And I got a free key that I gave away. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, what's the name? So, yeah, uh, I think it said I needed like I had to average like 600 concurrent viewers and I get paid the maximum amount of dollars. If you don't average what they're asking for, uh, if you hit the bare minimum, like for me, it was like the minimum was 300 concurrent viewers and the maximum was like 600. If I hit the minimum or anywhere in between that they'll give you like a half of what you were you were offered or something like that so uh yeah look out for those bounty boards that's a feature that's rolling out uh you'll probably see it early 2019 for everybody but right now it's in beta it's really fucking awesome i love it because it pays good money uh and it's easy because uh you only have to stream for an hour i actually did it yesterday too for magic the gathering arena that was another game that i was interested in uh, I only had to stream it for an hour. I literally did the tutorial and my hours up and I got paid for that shit. That shit is great, bro. And I only had to do it for an hour. After that, I flipped right back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So that's really dope. Um, but the, and then another way is uh, networking. Just like I said in the key in the key giveaway uh, episode, uh, networking is big. You got to get out here to these conventions and stuff like that and meet people, meet these PR people. Because um, the main thing is... Uh, People, you can send emails, you can shoot your shot because we've gotten sponsorships like that before where you just reach out to a company, you find their contact info and send them an email. You can shoot your shot, you can shoot three. Sometimes you'll get it, but a lot of times you won't. And a lot of times that's because most people remember you more if you had a, a beer with them, if you had a slice of pizza with them, you had dinner with them or something like that versus you just sending them an email or you tweeting at them. Um, so you make sure whenever there's an event near your area, try to go to it, meet different types of people, network with them, let them know what you do. Um, and you're more than likely uh, going to get an email, especially uh, make sure you got them business cards. We talked about business cards on the stream too. make sure you got them business cards um, and you should be straight. So uh, to recap, let's see. Uh, make sure you got your fan base up. Uh, if you do, make sure that uh, your email is everywhere on social media. Make sure you're not hard to find. Uh, you can utilize sites like PowerSpike and Adder. Um, bounty boards are coming. Make sure to try Linktree. Uh, and if there are conventions in your area like PAX East or E3 or something like that, make sure you're going to these events and networking with people, handing out business cards so that your email gets spread even further. And also people will remember you better because those face to face interactions and the money should start flowing. But to be honest, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, like I said, you got to build up your fan base and your brand. Uh, to be, be real with you, I, I really didn't start making money till like this year. Uh, and I've been doing this since uh, we're just talking about the gaming side of YouTube. I've been doing this since 2012 uh granted back when i first started sponsorships weren't a big thing uh and also they were kind of frowned upon now 
sponsorships aren't as frowned upon because I think people are more aware of what's going on on YouTube with the demonetization and shit like that. So people are more open to people taking sponsorships because people got bills to pay. But uh, back when I first started, it wasn't that big. And then once it started getting big, I really wasn't making any money. I just started making money this year. Uh, so, yeah, don't I don't want to, like, kill your hopes here, but uh, don't get too excited. Uh, a lot of times, every time I get on, every time I get on Twitter, I'll be like, yo, give me some questions. People always ask me, how do I make more money? And it's like, y'all got the mind, y'all got the wrong mind frame, bro. I, I, <laughs> it was a long time before I started making any fucking money, any serious money or whatever. Uh, most of my money had came from ad revenue. Hold up. My mouth is getting dry. But yeah, most of my money was coming from ad revenue. I just started getting sponsorships and hopefully more and more sponsorships will start to pile up so I can pay off these goddamn bills and Uncle Sam could get off my back. Uh, so yeah, hopefully I didn't shoot your dreams down, but uh, don't get too excited. You need to you need to spend more time laying the groundwork because uh, everybody you see making money did not start making money uh, like ten years ago. They just probably started making money. Uh, you gotta have a love for this shit. Uh, anyways, moving on to the comic book side of things. Uh, this question comes from Twitter. Uh, comes from user I don't know how to pronounce your name, but it's N E A U X M A D ninety eight. So Nooks mad? Are you trying to say nigga mad? What are you trying to say, bro? I don't know. You know who you are. Shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> and he asked on Twitter, "What can DC do to improve their cinematic universe?" Uh, this is an easy one. Just throw the whole thing in the trash. All right. So moving on to the anime section. Um, no, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, let's see. What can DC do to improve their cinematic universe? Um. Uh, Honestly, they kind of do need to throw the whole thing in the trash. But first of all, they need to slow the fuck down. Uh, they're just trying to rush their universe because they see the money that Marvel is making and they're seeing the success they're getting. Um, one thing that I really hate about DC movies is their their CG. Marvel is killing them not only with the scripts, they're funnier, better character development. Their CG during the battles, it looks way better. Like, the CG in DC movies look like fan films on YouTube, bro. And like it's too much cg at times too like they rely too much on cg versus like real stunts um to the point where like i remember what was it i think it was the justice league i actually fell asleep during the end of the justice league uh because it turned into a fucking michael bay movie it was just like explosions everywhere at the end and i'm just like oh my god this fuck you know what the last movie i fell asleep during uh, the last movie I fell asleep during before I fell asleep during the Justice League was uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. And I didn't even want to see that movie. That was some chick flip uh, that I had to go see uh, and fucking because somebody wanted to go see it. And I ended up falling asleep like 20 minutes into that shit. So what does that say? <laughs> what does that say? Huh? Huh? Fucking improve your CG, improve the acting, slow down. You don't need to put out movies every year like Marvel. Take time to, first of all, who the fuck is Batman, all right? Because old boy is playing Batman now. He says he wants to be Batman. Then he says he doesn't. And then next week he does. And then we hear there's a new Batman. Then you got the Joker movie coming out. They're just doing too much. They're doing too much at at once. And they need to slow the fuck down and do it right. Um, There was a glimmer of hope with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was okay. It was like a six or a seven, which is good in terms of DC. Um... But even towards, like, I would say, like, the first half of Wonder Woman was really good. The second half was awful when they introduced, like, the whole God thing and, like, the CG and shit and the, all the explosions. Then it just got really awful to me. Uh, but shout out to Gaga Dad looking all delicious in that costume. Uh, <laughs> what's the name? So, I actually, you know what? It goes back to what I said originally. Just, just throw the whole thing in the trash. <laughs> uh, let's talk about My Hero 
Academia Season 3. It's time for the review, bitch. Ain't nobody talking about no damn duel. Alright, um... <laughs> so, My Hero Academia Season 3 has come to a close. Uh, first of all, if you're wondering... And I'm talking about the dub. I know the sub ended, like, a couple weeks ago. But I watched dub. Dub gang. Do it, do it, do it. What's the name? So, uh, if you, first of all, if you're worried about what are my thoughts on what the My Hero movie was like, I don't know. Uh, they didn't have any showing in my area that was close. There was, but it's like I had to go out of my way, and I'm not not trying to waste all that gas money on going that far to go see the damn movie. So, you know, why didn't Funimation, if anybody from Funimation ever listens to this, why didn't you guys put it on the actual Funimation site and let people rent the movie, like, for, like, five or ten bucks? I would have paid for it so I can stream it from home. I would have paid for it, like... I get that you're trying to do the theatrical release and stuff like that, and a lot of people supported it, but not everybody had it nearby them. So it would have been nice to be able to pay to stream it online because I get that it's a feature film. So I would have been able, I would have, I'd have been willing to throw a few bucks your way to watch it because I did want to watch it. and I heard it's really good. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna have to wait for the DVD or the Blu-ray because DVDs are obsolete. Um, but yeah, My Hero season three review. Uh, freaking, it came to an end on the dub. Um, it ended with all that bullshit happening, and then he got to, uh, Deku got to meet the top three, uh, students at, uh, the high school that he goes to, and, um, I'm gonna be real with you. First, let's talk about this last episode, this, uh, season finale. Uh, this season finale was a major letdown, in my opinion. Uh, I'd actually argue the season finale was, for Black Clover, was better, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but, um, I'm not, and, and by the way, I'm not saying Black Clover, the show, is better than my hero i'm just saying the season finale the final episode was better in my opinion than my hero season three's final episode the final episode was like him just doing chores a bunch of high school shit them arguing then he runs into the top characters and then like at the end they're like wow they're so powerful i want to learn from these guys and then the episode cuts off i'm like we did all this bullshit during the season for that to happen it, it, it didn't even feel like we got any type of real conclusion. It felt like we got, it felt like they got tired of making episodes. So they're just taking a break and then they're going to come back and pick up where they last left off. It didn't feel like a real season finale. Um, so that, that's one of the one, like, I guess, negatives that I have for My Hero Season 3. But other than that, this shit was a straight roller coaster. This shit was fire, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, when they went to fucking camp out there in the forest and they fought old Muscle Boy and uh, they had that fight, uh, the kid was crying. And like, I don't believe in heroes. And Deku showed him it's all about, uh, you know, it's all about the savagery. Um, a lot of people were complaining that Deku uh, lacks character development. Like, he cries too much and shit like that. I feel like that was a lot of character development in Season 3. It was a lot less crying to the point where I don't really remember him crying like that. I remember him fighting for his friends, but you know, that's shonen, so, um, you had that, the, the, the fucking muscle battle, the kidnapping situation, oh, blood girl, that shit was fire, um, the vampire chick or whatever, um, and then you had the, uh, the provisional license test, uh, fucking old boy failed, uh, <laughs> wow, wow, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna spoil it, I don't wanna say it, well, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck if it's a spoiler, if you ain't, why you, if you watching this, you watch season three, cause you just wanna hear a motherfucker opinion, I don't give a fuck, um, but yeah, shit was fire. The provisional license, gang orca, motherfucker looked like a damn Tokyo ghoul demon. Uh, <laughs> that's the number 10 ranked hero. Um, but the whole provisional license section, that shit was really dope. When Todoroki took on all those ninjas, I'm like, yeah, Todoroki's really about that life. Fucking Kai Chan's out there still doing his ting. Uh, he destroyed that boy from the rival school and shit like that. I did think that rivalry between Todoroki and the other dude from the rival school was fucking stupid. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the airbender, the fake-ass airbender avatar dude? He hated him simply because, what was it, I think his dad didn't give him, like, an autograph or some shit like that. So now he hates Todoroki just because he's from the bloodline of uh, Endeavor. I thought that was stupid. Um, but I, I guess it's a shonen, whatever. Um, 
but overall like the pacing on it was really fucking good like it seems like season three is started and then it, like it started going up with the with the muscle battle then it slowed down a little bit and then got right back into it with the kidnapping and the same kind of arc and then it picked right back up onto the provisional life and like uh the only filler episode that was in this season i think was the episode that led into the movie the episode right before the second to last or third to last episode so that was the episode that was basically a big ass advertisement for the movie that was coming out um and to be honest even though it was filler in my opinion it was it was actually good filler i was entertained by it and i thought they did a solid job of actually leading up to the movie uh because at the end he's like pack your bags we're going to i think they went to america or some shit like that uh and then then you're supposed to go see the movie and i guess it picks up after that so i thought that was good filler um do I have any other critiques? I'm trying to think. Uh, what's the name was still funny as shit this whole season. Uh, the one with the grape. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know all the damn characters' names. But the one with the uh, the grapes on his fucking head, he was still hilarious because he was a, he's a big fucking perv. Um, like I said, Deku had character development. Kai Chan surprisingly had some character development. We learned a little bit more about uh, him after after the whole kidnapping thing and uh, fucking. All Might losing his powers. We learned how he felt about that. So that was a little bit of character development there. He's still an asshole. But, oh, that actually rem- I, How did I forget that? That was, like, the best anime fight of the year, bro. The fucking... When All Might took on fucking All for One. Or is it One for All? I always get him confused. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I know what I'm talking about. That evil mo- The evil motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about. When he fought him? Nigga. <laughs> and then he, you thought he... Yo, you thought All Might was gonna die. I was at the edge of my seat. I was at the edge of my seat with my popcorn just coming out of my mouth and just sipping on my drink. And fucking... Fucking All Might was like, nah, fuck that. No, no. One, one for all evil motherfucker was like, you're dead. And All Might was like, nah, I'm not dead. And he was like, yes, you dead. And he was like, all right, we're gonna see. And then he said, Kamehameha. He didn't really do that, but you know what I'm talking about. He got lit. He was starting to lose his muscles. He was losing his form because, you know, he can only stay in that form for like two hours or something like that. Uh, and he's like, no, nah, I'm never giving up because magic, that, that's my magic, never giving up. <laughs> so uh he gets buff again and then he destroys all for one or one for all whatever all of it is and fucking he wins the fight again but he ended up losing his powers so this whole season was like passing the torch to deku and which goes back to what i was saying deku had character development so overall i thought the season like and you know what's wild at the end at the end on the last episode i didn't even realize it but the first two seasons were only the first semester of their school the first three seasons i mean was the first semester of deku and his friends in high school which means season four will take place in semester two of their freshman year in high school so when i seen that i'm like the show is good but that does make me a little bit worry that uh this show is gonna get milked the fuck out of because if it took three seasons to tell the story of semester one in high school semester two gonna take another three seasons and we got to get through all four. First of all, the story is about how he became the greatest hero of all time. And I doubt he's going to become the greatest hero before he finishes high school. That wouldn't make sense to me because he lacks the experience. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how how long they milk this show. Because I'm, I'm the type of person. I like when things end. In my opinion, I feel like a lot of people don't realize this. What makes Avatar The Last Airbender so fucking good is the show ended. They were not afraid to say, this is our story. This is what we wanted to tell. And that's it. You had book one, book two, book three. And then he fought the fucking Fire Lord, and that was it. Fucking, they didn't know when, they didn't know when to end Korra. Korra had some great seasons, and then had some very bad ones. And it was because they didn't know when to end the fucking show. Uh, and, and same thing with all these other animes, the 200,000 episodes, bruh. I'm not watching 800 episodes of fucking 
one piece okay isn't it ironic that it's called one piece but it's 800 pieces come on now what the fuck same thing with uh fucking naruto i didn't even watch the show to end it i, I played uh nin ninja storm ultimate ninja storm because i got to the, the fourth grade ninja war and i was like this shit is getting longer too bro all this fucking filler and shit i i ended up playing ultimate ninja storm 4 to summarize the story for me bro i will never i will never watch one piece unless they come out with like a one piece kai like you know how they did dragon ball kai if you guys never seen dragon ball kai dragon ball z kai they take the original dragon ball and they cut out all the filler and they just get straight to the point on all the arcs i will never watch one piece unless they come out with one piece uh kai so they can summarize them damn 800 episodes because ain't nobody ain't, ain't no grown-ass man got time to watch 800 episodes of nothing uh so not one piece but my hero i really hope they don't take this route with it give us a few more seasons conclude the show and it could go down as one of the greatest but right now the verdict is still out uh but for season three of my hero um if i had to give it out of a 10 there were some things that i didn't like so i, I give it a 9 out of 10 i give it a 9 out of 10 i was i was thoroughly satisfied for the most part i enjoyed it there's some things they could still clean up but i thought season three was good um and i'm interested to hear what are y'all thoughts uh y'all let me know what am i talking about this is a fucking podcast why do i always do that? that that's how you know i'm a youtuber when i always end like a conversation or like a commentary with y'all let me know in the comment section below and leave a like on the video like i'm so used to saying that and i keep forgetting this is a damn podcast on anchor.fm slash the black okage that uh there's no damn comment section yo anchor make a comment section uh <laughs> um and then the other anime thing that i wanted to talk about was uh black clover black clover season one has come to an end hold up let me get a swig of this water real quick uh All right. So like I said, Black Clover season one has come to a conclusion. It was 51 or 50 episodes or something like that. So it was a pretty long season. Um, and I think this is going to be an interesting review. All right. So when Black Clover first came out, uh, I remember I was streaming on Twitch and like half my Twitch chat kept talking about, yo, have you heard about the show Black Clover, Black Clover, Black Clover? Because if you remember Black Clover, and I think this is the reason it gets a lot of hate. Uh, if you remember when Black Clover was first announced, Crunchyroll and like Funimation were saying they 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 literally used it in their advertisements that this is the next big shonen anime. Like they were advertising this is the next My Hero, this was the next Dragon Ball, the next Naruto, the next One Piece. They were saying or the next Bleach. This is one of the next big shonen animes, Hunter X Hunter, um, and you guys need to watch it. So the first few episodes of Black Clover got a lot of viewership. And because the expectations in the bar were set so high, it got a lot of hate. And I'm not gonna lie, I was on the hate bandwagon. I understand why the show got a lot of hate at the beginning. Uh, if you go, if you subscribe to our group channel, the GI channel, YouTube.com/slash/GIUpdate. Shameless plug. Um, like McKay. <laughs> uh, what's the name? Uh, you know that I did not like Black Clover at first. Me and me, me and Black, we did a review on. I think we watched like the first two or three episodes, and that shit was hot ass. It was a lot of screaming. There was this flashback episode that was completely fucking pointless. Um, the story wasn't really going anywhere. Couldn't really tell what was unique about it. It kind of seemed like they were just straight up ripping off Naruto because Asta wanted to be the Wizard King. Um, so I dropped the show. I ended up dropping the show. I didn't watch it for like a few weeks. And out of nowhere, I was. I remember one day I was just like tired. I was bored. I was tired and I was bored and I really didn't feel like doing nothing. So I was just lying in the bed, you know, one of those one of those fuck it days. Uh, and I was like, all right, I don't have nothing to watch. I'm gonna just I'm gonna give Black Clover another chance. So I pulled up Black Clover and I started watching it, and it started getting better episode by episode. Like uh, when he leaves the village and he goes to the actual Clover Kingdom to uh, do the trials, they have like their own basic tuning exams basically, so he can get his own grimoire, uh, which is like the magic book. 
it started getting better. Uh, they started having like magic battles and stuff like that. They started showing potential like different characters. He got his own grimoire towards the end of like the first episode, I think it was. Um, and he showed his potential. And then it got to the uh, then it got to the first like major arc where uh, they went to um, this. What do they call them? They're like caves or some shit like that. Uh, no, they're not caves, but I'm just gonna call it a cave. Uh, they went to like this cave to recover this magical item. Uh, and then they got into a big bite a big a big bite no nobody bit each other uh, they got into a big fight with uh this dude named mars as well as another dude who can like like use like smoke magic or something like that and they were from a rival a rival kingdom known as the diamond kingdom uh, and i thought that was interesting because i didn't know there were other kingdoms so and apparently like they're at like not at war but like at a cold war where like they're not really feeling each other and shit could pop off at any moment so him and mars went at it um the cg kind of well it didn't kind of it did suck it was cg when it uses like his diamond form it sucked uh, and that's one of my criticism with the show like the the animation is could be inconsistent and that was one of the points where it was inconsistent uh the little little diamond cg but uh I, once once you got to that little fight i was like okay i see the potential they kept going with it they kept going with it but the show really turns the fuck up during the uh the the the, the eye of the midnight sun uh arc uh, they were hinting at a bigger villain all throughout the season and when you finally get to the eye of the midnight sun and you learn about veto and the the salamander chick and the lazy speed dude and then licked uh which is basically fucking magic jesus he uses light and dark magic i believe um you get fights from like captain yami and shit like that and asta turned the fuck up um asta gets his demon form towards the end veto was basically like a god with a third eye and shit like that um the fights were just fucking epic when they got to the, the eye of the midnight sun to the point where like i i was it shino i don't know if y'all know that youtube shino been trill he, he put out a video like a review i guess of like the end of the season and he titled the video like, it's gonna be a lot of bandwagon fans hopping on black clover after this uh and i agree with him like after that like black even like black hated it at first but black was like yo this shit is pretty fire he's like i'm not gonna lie like i've been watching it and like this shit is fire um what was it giga i think that's how you pronounce his name the uh asian dude who does a lot of anime reviews like he was talking about how like it's gotten so much better uh, and one point that he made really uh that i thought was really good is he said one thing that makes this show good is like asta may not be the best protagonist but it has a good supporting cast in the way and how they interact with one another uh and i actually agree with him like a lot of the characters have backstory i wish they would spend more time on this uh and the way they interact with each other and like the banter is really interesting i think it's really funny uh there's more depth to the characters than you think uh so i think that's the characters i think not the character i think that's the one of the show's strong points is it has a strong cast of characters that make up for what some perceive as an annoying protagonist because he does scream a lot supposedly in the japanese sub he does scream a little bit in the dub but i suppose i've heard he screams less um his screaming uh, to be honest a lot of shit doesn't bother me asta screaming does not bother me doesn't bother me that much um the voice acting is good on the English dub. Um, the fucking underwater temple arc once again. When Veto pulls up and Asta gets his demon form. Fucking Vanessa steps it up. Fucking Charmy. Charmy is one of my favorite characters. She's she's lit. Like the, the fight scenes, the animation was really good. Fuck it. This nigga Captain Yami sent this nigga Veto to another dimension, bro. Like the, the, the dark dimension slash. What? That shit was fire, bro. That shit is fire. Like the only thing like... I'm, I, I would like it sounds like I'm making this up because I know it's, it's cool to hate Black Clover right now. I swear to God, the show is pretty solid. It's not a, it's not the greatest shonen ever, but it's if it's entertainment to me. It's entertainment. That's and that's what I watch anime for. It's entertainment. If you can get past the first few, like I'd say it probably turns up probably like episode 20. If you can get to that, then you're in for a good ride. But the problem is you got to wait that long. Uh, and because of that, I would recommend saying I'd recommend doing basically what I did. 
when you got nothing to watch, you're bored. Maybe you're like sick and you're just laying in the bed and you know you're about to go on a marathon. Just turn on Black Clover. Uh, it will help. It'll help ease your day. Um, turn It's one of those turn your brain off shonen. Just have fun with it. It's a lot of funny characters, a lot of funny moments. Um, and I look forward to season two season. The show like people shit on the show, but Black Clover has a lot of closet fans. And the reason I know is a a video game came out for it. It wasn't very good, but a video game came out on PS4 and PC called Black Clover Quartet Nights. And it got renewed for a second season. How many animes do you know get a video game the first year that it comes out? That's actually very rare. And it got renewed for a second season. Somebody, you don't get a second season because nobody's watching your show. Somebody is watching Black Clover. A lot of you motherfuckers are closet fans and you don't want to admit. Uh, and that's why even though I was out, that's why I always tell people the beginning of the show is ass, but it gets consistently better to the point where it's just straight up good now. It took a second, like, it's almost like a boxer with like wobbly knees. The show had wobbly knees in the first quarter. Like it got a knockdown, not the first quarter, but the first round, it got a knockdown. But like we're in the round three, round four, it found its legs and it just gets better and better and better. And I encourage people to at least give it a chance. It's not a bad anime. I enjoyed it for what it is. Um, I need some new anime suggestions now. I literally have nothing to watch because fucking My Hero's over and Black Clover's over. Um, so I'll, I'll be looking for some new. I guess I'll be on the Funimation app looking for something to watch. If you need a place to watch anime, go to FunimationNow.com slash the Black Okage and use the code the Black Okage at checkout and you'll get a free 14 day trial. Plus, you'll get your first month for only a dollar after your 14 day trial has ended. That's fire, right? You like the little advertising. So what do I get Black Clover? Uh, oh, shit. My bad. Um, what do I get Black Clover? Um, I give it a I give it a 7.5 out of 10. I give it a 7.5 out of 10 because it consistently got better. Um, I'm curious to see what they do with season two. Season one ended with a bang. And also remember how I said uh, I said in my My Hero review that I thought Black Clover's ending was better than My Hero season three's ending. Black Clover had an actual good ending. It was a conclusive ending. Uh, that had some things that it was alluding to for like the next season. But for the most part, it concluded. They defeated who they wanted to defeat. Everybody ran off into the sunset. And I appreciated that. I don't like fucking stupid cliffhangers like i don't mind cliffhanger but i want a good cliffhanger for my hero and that my hero season three ending wasn't very good so like i said i give i give black clover season one a 7.5 wasn't the best thing that i ever saw there was inconsistent animation but they tried it got better and it got better and i enjoyed it and i had fun with it it is what it is um so those are my thoughts on black clover season one y'all let me know what y'all thought all right so that's all i got on my show notes for the anime portion of the show Feel free to tweet your boy some anime suggestions I need to check out. Um, moving on to the live section of the show. Uh, before we get into this, you already know. If, you ne- well, if you've never seen that episode of this podcast or heard, actually. Uh, I always like to give a disclaimer. A disclaimer. What I'm about to say in this portion of the show is not law. It's not factual. These are just my opinions. Uh, if you ask for advice, I'm just giving my opinion. You can do whatever the fuck you want because I am not the answer or whatever the law y'all know what the fuck i'm talking about all right so the first thing i wanted to talk about uh this is actually a topic that i had it actually came from yesterday a tweet right so uh one of my favorite streamers she's actually a uh ambassador for twitch she got announced for the program her name is the bronze girl uh her twitter is at that bronze girl one word uh she's pretty cool uh she's like my spirit animal pretty much just because like she shares a lot of similar opinions to me a lot of common sense and stuff like that and she put this tweet out that i responded to so here's the tweet she was talking about streamers she said i feel like influencers are always tweeting about how lonely they are uh 
to be relatable when I'm surrounded by it. read that. That was horrible. I feel like influencers are always tweeting about how lonely they are to be relatable. Well, I'm surrounded by books, plushies, and people that I love every single day. I'm sorry. I, I've also never had a hard time getting a date. RIP reliability career suicide. <laughs> so she's making a joke at the end. So basically she's just She's basically alluding to basically what I'd be talking about on stream. She can't relate to all these because, like, I don't know what it is. It's not even the YouTube community. You see some YouTubers do this, but mostly Twitch streamers. It seems like every Twitch streamer is always talking about how they were bullied and how sad they are and how hard their life is. And she's just talking about, like, I can't relate to it. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, I'm surrounded by people I love. I read. I have, I've, <laughs> I've never had trouble getting a date. So then, like, I respond. I ended up responding to the tweet. And I said, uh, I think some people really, I think some people are really going through stuff and they should seek help. But most of these influencers on this app are just trying to win the oppression Olympics. They're scared to take a day off because they'll lose two subs or they're just trying to prove their life is harder than everybody else's, sometimes both. Uh, and that's what I wanted to talk about right now. The oppression Olympics. If you don't know what the oppression Olympics are, um, if, and first of all, if you have a friend like this, dead them because these are bad friends. An example of the oppression Olympics is someone who is trying to prove their life is harder than yours when in actuality they don't even know why like okay so let me look this one's hard to explain okay so let's say you have let's say that you're having a bad day right um let's say you have a roommate and your roommate is your best friend from like i don't know college days or some shit like that uh you come home from work and your roommates uh like like what up how you doing and you're like i'm having a bad day my boss yelled at me my mom died my dog shit on my shoes since as soon as i entered the door and then your friend is like, yeah, well, I stubbed my toe. Like they're trying to have like a competition with you about whose life is harder instead of actually listening to you. Because uh, a lot of times, like just listening to somebody will help make their day better. But instead, this person is having a competition with you to see whose life is harder. Uh, that's basically what I was saying. Like a lot. Of, I noticed Twitch streamers get into the oppression Olympics. Um always trying to prove how hard their life is and a lot of times the, the only time they the only thing they ever be talking about is fucking streaming then i don't even be talking about real life shit i guess that's why a lot of people like this stream because i'd be talking about real life shit because i've lived a lot of fucking life at 28 uh i <laughs> and uh like so it's like like what what, what, what do these people be talking about like like the, the, i see the dumbest fucking tweets all the time and i cringe so hard like i laugh and i want to respond to him sometimes like shut up like shut the fuck up bro like you'll see stuff like like people always put these psas out these twitch streamers um public service announcement and i'm just paraphrasing public service announcement when you enter someone's stream it's okay to lurk you don't have to say anything but if you see people bullying me or uh, saying mean things to me you know speak up and like i'm like bro come on bro like it's you can't speak for yourself like if let the lurkers lurk they just be complaining about the dumbest fucking shit all the fucking time bro stuff that doesn't even matter um well i just love my i just lost my damn train of thought what's, what's what's another example of oppression olympics um fucking just cut those people out of your life if you if you if you're feeling some type of way and they feel the need to compete with you do not engage in any of that stuff it's not good for you it's fucking stupid it solves nothing it's it, it's it's not a solution i just i'm looking at this meme that just fucking this rat jumps into the screen this big ass new york rat i don't know why that made me laugh um but yeah uh another thing with the oppression olympics people always trying to prove how hard their fucking life is like i feel like one of the reasons why people love to project this idea that they're oppressed or their ha their, their life is harder than yours is i feel like a lot of these twitch streamers they 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 never hopped off the porch if you know what i'm saying like they never lived no life a lot of one thing that i've noticed right so late 2017 and then all of 2018 i'm trying to do i've tried to do a better job of getting more involved with the twitch community and i've tried to network i'll follow more twitch streamers that i find are interesting and um 
just kind of see what's going on with the community and of course networking with them um and one thing that i really noticed about the twitch community is like i'm an old man when it comes to this shit bro and i'm not even old but like i'm i'm uh, me and the rest of the gi we like just old old men basically because uh i'm noticing a lot of these full-time twitch streamers most of them are between the ages of 18 and 21 um and they just be tweeting the dumbest fucking shit bro and and, and like I, I feel like it's um it's kind of dangerous too because they always talking about they be talking about shit that they don't know nothing about a lot of them you'll see that like they're like 18 19 20 21 and they 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 never hopped off the porch a lot of them don't go to college they go from high school straight to streaming full time and then like i'll be in their streams and like people will ask them about life advice and it's like why are you if you come in my stream and you ask me a question about something i know i'll be like i don't know nothing about that so i'm like i'm not gonna speak all that i say that all the time for like nfl shit i don't know nothing about the nfl i don't like football like that like it's okay to me but i don't like it like that so i don't know nothing about it i'm not gonna speak on it and it goes for any other topic um unless i feel like i can really give you a really good answer i'm not gonna answer your question because that's not fair to you and it's also spreading like i don't want to say false information but bad energy like i don't know um but like you be in these dudes these people's streams and like you're like 18 and people are asking you these real life questions that you know nothing about you never hopped off the porch and i would imagine that shit is confusing and frustrating as, a, as like a young streamer um who went full time and then you also wonder why you're always like sad and lonely like that, that those are more tweets that and this goes back to what like i'm all over the place i'm sorry but this goes back to what bronze was talking about like y'all always talking about how sad and lonely y'all are you're you're 19 you literally did nothing with your life you got your fucking high school diploma and then you became a full-time streamer. You did nothing. That's why you don't have any stories. You can't answer any questions. And eventually that'll catch up with you. So like if you if you if, if you never hopped off the porch, you 18, you go stream full time. I would imagine probably like the first six months is a lot of fun because it's a focus on gaming. But eventually you're gonna have people are gonna be asking you questions and you're gonna be wondering things yourself. But you never did those things because you decided to be a full-time streamer. Like, a lot of y'all are doing this shit ass fucking backwards to me, bro. Back when I first started YouTube, I was in college back in 2007. If we're talking about my original YouTube channel, yeah, I've been at it since 2007. That's 11 years. I was in college. And that's why when I was doing, like, the, the, the um... For those of you unaware, my original YouTube channel wasn't a gaming channel. It was a, uh, I used to do voiceover dubs over old cartoons, kind of like I'm the juggernaut bitch. I didn't do that one, but I did, I did, uh, like the sham nigger one. And, uh, let's see, I, I remember like static nigga. I used to take like cartoons and shit and just voice them over. And I got pretty popular off of that. And then I transferred those subs over to my, my gaming one. It's like a head start because I was getting copyright strikes on the shit. But anyway, yeah, I've been doing it since 2007. And if you remember, if you've been following me since my original channel, I didn't post every week. I didn't post every day. I posted maybe like two or three videos a month because I was busy with college and I was learning things about life. Uh, like motherfuckers is getting out of high school and just going full time and then wonder why they don't have any fucking skill sets. Like you, you better have a fucking backup plan is all I'm saying. All I'm saying is I, I not only was I in college, then I had a job after that. I had a full time job after that. Um, so I, I lived a lot of life there, unfortunately. Um, and I learned a lot of things there. And then once I felt like I was at a place where I was making enough money from online content creation, I quit my job. But like y'all are like skipping steps. You need to do X, Y, and Z before you go full time. Y'all be having 23 viewers going full time and then wondering why your life is in shambles. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I remember there was this video like a couple of years ago that they linked. We, we got the group DM. We just, we be having some good ass conversations in the group DM that I can't share with y'all. But one I will is, uh, I remember there was, I don't remember the YouTuber's name. I wouldn't say it anyway, but. The dude fucking quit his job once he hit like 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. 
And then like a month later, he, he made another video crying, saying that I can't pay my bills. I'm not getting enough views and making enough money. And like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't feel sorry for you. Like, I think the shit is funny. Like, bro, you thought that at 10,000 subscribers, you were going to quit your job and pay your rent plus all your bills off the 2,000 views that you get per video. Like, you're barely getting 1,000 views per video, bro. Listen, you you should not, if it comes to YouTube, you should not even consider quitting your job until you hit at least like 100,000 subscribers. And that's if you're getting the views. That's if you're getting the views. Twitch, Twitch is so fucking volatile. That's if you're getting the subscribers, you should fucking quit. And also like steady donations. And even still, even still, you could be hot today and be gone tomorrow. So you better have some type of, uh, I have multiple streams of income, bro. Like this shit is wild to me. The oppression Olympics, y'all quitting y'all jobs too early. Like it's just like this cycle of fuckery to me. And like everybody needs to slow the fuck down. It's okay to, it's okay to go to school and stream at the same time or have a job and stream at the same time. Make sure that you're okay. Stop talking about shit you don't know about and stop participating in the oppression Olympics fucking trying to prove your life is harder than somebody else's. Let people let people vent their ways so that they can feel better and then maybe they'll do better and you do better. I don't even know where this conversation is going. I just hate the oppression Olympics, bro. A lot of y'all aren't. A lot of y'all aren't oppressed. A lot of y'all do dumb shit. A lot of y'all fucking play Fortnite 24 seven and then be mad that your audience doesn't want to watch Fortnite. Well, if you establish from the beginning that you're a variety streamer, your audience can never say shit to you. But you chose to strictly grow your audience off of playing Fortnite. Now you're tired of the game and you feel like you're stuck. You you oppressed yourself. Didn't nobody oppress you. Stop getting into that shit. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see another topic that I want to talk about for the live section. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that part was like all over the place. I was ranting all over the place. I'm sorry. I told y'all like weeks ago, like a month and a half ago, when I first started this show. Like I was like, I I, I do ramble a lot, and I'm sorry. Like I, I sometimes I uh, I get off track. But it is what it is. Um, this question. Let me get let me get a swig of this water real quick. Hold on, hold on. Mm. That H2O ASMR. This next question comes from Twitter. It comes from at trust the kid. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. Shameless plug like McKay. Um, and he asked, uh, what are some things that I should have when I move into my first apartment? I guess he's moving out. He's young. He's doing his thing. Um, I mean, this was easy. Okay. So a first and foremost, the most important thing, make sure you have a bed. Don't be one of the, I don't know if you're, I'm, I'm going to, I think you were male judging by your, your avatar. But don't don't be one of these males or these females that have taken all these thotty pictures on Instagram and they living room with their whole living room empty and don't even got a bed. They sleep on a damn bed sheet on the floor and shit. Like don't don't get a fucking bed, bro. That's number one. <laughs> uh, number two, keep them toolies on you. Uh, my you don't gotta get a full toolkit, but you if you're a man. If you're a real man, <laughs> you're going to have them goddamn tools and stuff. Uh, so you don't need a full toolkit, but you want to have at least like a wrench, a hammer, screwdriver, one of them all-purpose screwdrivers that fits like everything and shit like that. Um, you want to have like those basic tools so in case anything breaks down, you can fix it. Um, and then, of course, like dressers and slow, like places somewhere, a dresser so you can like put your clothes in and like have, have your TV on it and stuff like that. And maybe like some hangers and stuff like that. Just like some basic stuff. I think the main thing is when you first move into your, your first apartment, I don't know how much money you make, um, but I'm, I'm going to base this off of my life experience. Uh, when I first moved out, I didn't have enough. I had enough just to pay the rent because the thing is, for, OK, so for, for those of you who've never actually had your own place, um, I don't know if every place does this, but every place, every apartment that I've lived in has done it. 
when it comes to moving into a fur your fur the fur when it comes to moving into a new apartment in order to get that new apartment you have to pay a lot of times they make you pay a security deposit then they make you pay like two months of worth of rent first um so i remember one place uh the security deposit was like 500 and then rent was like 1200 so i had to pay that twice so i ended up paying uh almost like three thousand dollars just for like the first month of rent like that's how it be sometimes bro so you make sure you got enough money saved up uh like that shit um i was about to say uh da, 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 apartments 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 oh when you move into your apartment just accept the fact that you're probably gonna be broke for the first like six months to a year um when it comes to building up your place build it up piece by piece uh when i first moved into my first apartment i had my bed my clothes my dresser my tv that was about it you know like basic stuff like tools extension cords and stuff like that um but my whole living room was empty now like a few months later i ended up getting the couch from like goodwill or some shit like that like don't first of all let go of your ego when you move out your parents house like i got my my first couch came from it was either goodwill or salvation army or something like that i got that bitch you clean it is good to go now i got a couch in my living room i didn't get a table to like a year later like just accept the fact that your house is probably going to be empty your apartment is probably going to be empty for the first year because you're living on a budget at the end of the day you do have to pay your rent first and then you build it out build pieces get a table then maybe the next month get something else then the next month get something else just take it slow build it up don't try to buy everything at once because then you're not going to be able to pay your fucking rent uh so to recap uh get a bed get some tools some basic tools um get something somewhere to put your clothes at and like have a tv to sit on have your tv to sit and then uh just accept the fact that you're gonna have to build your your apartment or your your first house piece by piece because uh unless you're rich you're i don't know i don't know your situation unless you're rich but yeah that's all i gotta say that's basic shit um last section of the show that we're gonna move into is the music section i got a couple suggestions yo 2018 is a good ass year for music bro it is a lot of projects just dropping on dropping on dropping and it's hard to keep up with everything especially because uh <laughs> a little secret uh one of the ways that i used to listen to albums is i used to play music on stream and that's why we used to have like listening sessions and shit like that but ever since like all these record labels have been cracking down i stopped playing music on my stream so it's hard to to really because i spend a lot of time streaming during the day uh so like it, it, it sucks i can't multitask now like most of the times that i listen to music basically is when i'm working out and that's like an hour a day so i don't have a lot of time to sit there and just listen and digest the music so it's like i want to listen to all these things but it's hard fuck you record labels for giving people copyright strikes y'all people better stop playing with that shit um first it was juice world giving out copyright strikes and now it was it's Mar last week maroon 5 gave out copyright strikes to two twitch streamers and they got banned for 24 hours and on twitch i think it's like i think it's like a three strike rule and you're out so i was like i'm not trying to get any strikes on my fucking channel y'all better stop playing the only thing i'll play on my stream is like beats i'll play like lo-fi beats and shit like that because you, you're good with that um with some projects that i listened to this week uh two uh beloved which is an album from uh dave east and styles p is a joint album Fuego is fire. It's fire, bro. If you like, if you like them spitters, hold on. Let me open up my, my Spotify so I can look at the track list and shit. Uh, my bad. I gotta get that swig of water. Hold on. Let's see Davies. Uh, yeah, the album name is Beloved. It's Davies and Styles P. It's 13 tracks, so it's not super long. They ain't out here trying to cheese the Spotify stats and shit with 25 song albums and shit. Um if you like like I, I like it because the the beat selection is on point but then they're going back and forth all throughout the album and i love when rappers go back and forth if you know what i mean like dave will spit like 
eight bars and then styles will come in instantly and start spitting his bars and shit and then it's like a competition it's like a it's like a bar sparring match basically the whole album uh which i like but it's not super rippity rappity like jid like they're actually still songs with hooks and stuff like that um some of the songs that i like uh i mean the first track i like beloved uh see for all my niggas that's fire uh exotic shit do you know oh, do you know what time it is that shit is fire fucking uh thoughts and models <laughs> Yo, this is out go this if you like new york rap like that that that, that gutter new york rap not that new shit that sounds like it's from atlanta shit you're gonna like this davy styles p project this is the best album of the year no but i i do like it um i do like uh i'm a davies fan so i like that I, I think they make cool nigga music basically that makes sense the shit that i could just vibe to and shit like that um and then the other album that i listened to this one just came out last night along with a bunch of other albums but i had to listen to this one first because it's from my wife lmi uh i mean her album's called lmi this joint is yo if you don't like art first of all, i'm an r&b fan but if you don't like r&b like this ain't no like sappy r&b album it's got a couple like slower records but for the most part you could tell like dj mustard and his crew produced this album because this album this album is hard bro fucking uh the first track is hard good ba uh good bad dangerous is hard yo sauce is one of my favorite songs yo i'm not gonna lie that song is sexy to me like yo lmi talking that shit on that song bro she got too much so I, I don't know i love women when they be talking shit like that bro i don't know i think it's sexy uh this is my boo by the way uh let's see shot clock that shit's fire she did like a little remix of like of like a drake song that shit was fire it's got booed up on there of course everybody know that joint um tripping that shit is fire Man, the whole... Uh, did I hit my mic? Did I hear that? I'm sorry. The whole fucking album is fire. It's 16 tracks, so it's not super long. Like, these 25-track albums and shit like that. I would I would actually... I would, I'm would. i pleasantly surprised. I, w I didn't know what I was going to get into with this joint. Because I, I, it's not like... It's it's hard. The beat selection is on point. The singing is on point. This album is fire. I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with LMI. This is my boo. Uh, We're going to get married. She just don't know it yet. I'm playing. Uh... <laughs> so those are the suggestions i got for music uh i don't like i don't like to spend my time listening to bad music so i don't I'm not gonna sit, sit on this podcast and just shit on people's albums that uh, i don't like but uh i like both albums um if you guys have any music suggestions uh that i should listen to either leave it like in a voicemail on anchor just leave me like a voicemail be like yo you should check out such and such and such or just tweet it to me what albums you think i should listen to um and i'll try to get around to listening to them and seeing what i think um, there's a bunch of other projects that came out that I need to get to. I just need to remember what they are. But for now, uh, this week, I say check out the Beloved album from Davies and Style P's and then check out LMI, LMI's album. That sounds really weird when you say it back to back. Uh, and that's all I got on my show notes. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the show. If you didn't, oh, well, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But if you did enjoy the show, please consider subscribing to the show. If you want to subscribe, head over to anchor.fm slash the black Okage. Keep in mind that in order to subscribe to the show, you have to go via web browser. You cannot use the app at anchor.fm slash the black Okage. You can subscribe for 99 cents, five bucks, 10. Doesn't really matter. Everything helps. If you can't subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. And also remember, we are available on iTunes, Spotify, and all other podcast outlets if you want to take the show on the go. Other than that, that's all I got to say. Thank you for listening. And uh, this has been another episode of Hokage Thoughts. Thoughts.